Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, The Apex. Today's episode, I'm not I'm not touching on relationships, man. I'm not going to touch on relationships. It's depressing. Talking about relationships and falling in love and whatnot, it's depressing. But I do want to touch on something. It's, 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 it's a little... It's a little serious, but I think I can find the jokes in it, though. I mean, it's not as, it's not like a big deal or, it's more, this is more of like me doing a motivational type of thing. Like, hopefully I can say something to wake people up. Hopefully I can say something that can, if if, if this situation fits you, because I, I, I kind of feel like it's going to be, um... In a way, I can fit into this. And it was just some things that... All right, anyway, I'm just getting to it. I'm just getting to it. No more beating around the bush. No more sugarcoating. No more of that. My my dog is, like, all over the place. So, I'm looking on YouTube, right? <clears throat> I'm looking on YouTube. And there's this YouTube channel that I'm subscribed to. They're called Smosh. S-M-O-S-H, Smosh. And what they usually do, it's a team of people. They put on, like, sketches that are pretty corny, not funny. I don't really watch for the sketches. And they do streams of them. They stream themselves playing video games or playing, board, like, a variety of board games and a variety, a variety of video games as well. So they they've been it's been a channel for thirteen years, but they re, they really didn't start popping off until about five years ago. I'll say it's been about five years of them really like just becoming a juggernaut. They be having like McDonald's sponsorship. They did something with Marvel. Like they they they've really been popping off for the past five years. I'll say, but it's been a channel for thirteen. Um, I think it was about six years ago, the two guys that started it by the name of Ian and Anthony, Ian and Anthony, they, these are two guys that started it in Southern California and everything like that when they were about 19 years old, 13 years ago. So six years ago, they sold their... They sold their um, channel to a social media talent management company by the name of Defy Media. And I'll say about last week Sunday, not the Sunday that just passed, but the Sunday before, Defy Media sent a mass email out to the 80 employees of this YouTube channel that on January 2nd, Defy Media is going to go belly up. They're going to go under. They're closing the doors of Defy Media on January 2nd. So, they continue, so Smosh continues to put videos out. And apparently Defy Media owns a number of other YouTube channels that are doing very well. So, Defy Media sends out a mass email to Smosh and the other channels. 
that on January 2nd, they're closing the doors. They sent this out uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Two days later, on that Tuesday, they shut the company down. After telling everyone on January 2nd, we're closing doors, but then they decided to close them on Tuesday. So, without people really getting a chance to put their ducks in order, to take their eggs and get out of town, to take their eggs out of the basket and get out of town, the company closes two days after sending an email out. So now, you are starting to apply for jobs and starting to look for other outlets and trying to reconnect with people and before you even get a chance to do that, the company closes, you're out of work. So there's other YouTube channels that did, that that was affected by this. But I think Smosh is the biggest one. So it, it really made like social media news or whatever. Um, if you're not big into like watching YouTube stuff, then you probably you 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 don't you have no idea what I'm talking about. But there's a reason why I'm talking about this. So after that happens, you know I, I'm subscribed to a few of the other characters that that worked for Smosh or whatever. Um, they like kind of come together and. and well, okay, well, I have my own YouTube channel. I got my own YouTube channel, so let's just, you know, feature each other. Let's do some uh, collaborations with one another, you know, because we have a relationship with each other. Stuff like that, right? So they're doing that now because they had no plan. And see, the reason why I bring this up is because it's going to morph into this other Topic that I want to get on, but the main purpose of this episode is the the whole umbrella of everything. So, Defy Media goes out of business after 13 years. Smosh is no more after 13 years of work. the The people that worked for Smosh are like, okay, you've owned Smosh for about six years. They uh, Defy Media made. Over the course of six years, they made $70 million off of Smosh. Where did all of that money go? Right? So people are upset. So where are our $70 million that we made? I mean, that's roughly like, what, 10 and a half, maybe $10.3 million a year that Defy Media made off of Smosh alone? Not including the 14 other YouTube channels that they bought out. Now, in business, and and also, the two guys that sold Smosh, the YouTube channel, Defy Media gave them stocks in the company instead of giving them a check. And one of the guys by the name of Anthony who started Smosh has said that, you know, they were young, they didn't know what was best, they was, like, they kind of felt overwhelmed because, like, this is a big corporation who's coming with us with suits and briefcases talking about they want to buy us out. So they took stock in a company, which is 
worthless because the company went out of business. It's not like the company sold to somebody else. The company wasn't making enough money or they wasn't they weren't financing their money right. Let me say that. They were making enough money. If you made seventy million dollars over six years from one channel, you were making enough money. They were making enough money. They just weren't financing any right. So now the company is out of money, so they had to shut down. So the stocks that you sold your channel for is worthless. It's, it's worthless. 13 years of hard work for nothing. You have nothing to show for it besides people becoming fans of yours and subscribing to your own individual channels. Smosh could have been something that could have elevated to something even even bigger. But now you have nothing to show for it. So let me talk about this other topic, right? Some of y'all may not know who this guy is, but he goes by the name of Jake or is it Logan? I think it's Jake Paul. Um, he has an older brother by the name of Logan Paul. They're YouTube bad boys or whatever. They be doing stupid stunts. They go around and like pull pranks and it's just all scripted nonsense. It's complete baloney. I don't watch their stuff, but I know who they are. So I'm watching a YouTube channel. Talk about Jake Paul and how he used to be on Disney, and then he had his own YouTube channel, and he was doing some real like risky type of um, negligent content he was putting out on the internet. So Disney cut ties with him, and now he's like trying to sell his own merch or whatever. So anyway, they just do like stupid stuff like setting furniture on fire or blindfolding young impressionable girls who's about like 19 or 20 years old and they have their sleazy old man of a father kiss them on the lips while they're blindfolded and all this stuff like they do stuff like that will really make you cringe and want to punch one of them in the face and I always felt like something was off and odd about these two brothers. So I'm watching this YouTube channel talk about Jake Paul, who's the younger brother to Logan Paul. And Jake Paul apparently is signed to this social media management team, talent team. And they gave him a loan of a million dollars. Because I guess they feel like that's what they could that that was their investment. They feel like they could have made more than a million dollars back, but at least we'll get the million back. So worst worst comes to worst, we'll at, we will at least break even. That's how they felt. So they give him a million dollars. I don't know if he made that back for them or not. I don't even know when this happened. So anyway, and then they bought a crib in Hollywood where he and his team stayed. He calls them Team 10. They stay in his house. That's like eight bedrooms or whatever. And he do, and he did this whole like tour of the house. Like, yo, I bought this house. Da, da, da. Not letting people know that the management team bought it for him. And basically had him sign a contract that he had to live there until the year 2021. So this made me think. 
Because he wants to call himself a businessman. He's not a businessman. He's a spoke on a wheel. But he thinks that he's the wheel. Like, nah, you're you're the little, like, you're helping the wheel turn. People aren't working to make you look good. You're kind of a face of a management team that is promoting you while you work for them. Whatever they paid you they have more they're they're going to make more money off of him than he will make himself that's why they gave him the million dollars if that company goes out of business what happens to Jake Paul same thing with Smosh when Defy Media went out of business Smosh had to shut down because they sold themselves and so that really made me think after 13 years of Grinding and putting together work, and then you sold your channel, your own baby, for free with nothing to show for it now. How did you not save up for rainy days? And I see that happening with Jake Paul, too. Like, I hope you're saving up for a rainy day in case they decide to pull back. And pull out their investment. And it's like, yo, this is not working out. And see, that's one thing about this social... Like, when it comes to the internet, the internet has become the new free agency pool for agencies and management teams to just have at their picking. That that's what they see it as. I I've been getting direct messages. I've been getting emails from three different social media talent agency management companies. There's, there's one in Atlanta. There's another one in Denver, and then there's another one in D.C. And I'm like, man, this is amazing. Like, this is really cool. But see, I'm not as impressionable as. To say if I was 21 or 22 or 23, I'm not as impressionable. See, in my eyes, I see it like this. If I'm doing, I I clearly have to be doing something right. If I'm gaining the attention of talent agencies who are saying, yo, we listen to your podcast. It floats around on the internet a little bit, and we caught wind of it, and we really see what what they're doing, what what management teams are doing, and this goes for anybody who's listening right now who may be in the same seat that I'm in, don't get excited, well, get excited about the, the commitment that they're trying to get you to sign up for, but understand that they see a trajectory for you. That you should already envision for yourself. So what they're basically trying to do is buy low and then sell high. That's kind of the art of business. You buy low and sell high. You have to project the trajectory of your investment. How? What can me putting money into this product do for me? 
when you sign your name on something, that is exactly what you become. You're not a partner. You become a their product. Like how like how Wal, Walgreens sells cough medicine. You're a product that they have to sell. Get others to buy into you. It's about what you can make back for them. You're going to make back. Now, now I know a lot of people may feel like going going at going into whatever it is, rap, uh social media, like whatever it is, going into it as an individual or going in into it as an independent. It's rough. It's, it's a lot of groundwork you have to put into it. It's a lot of footwork. You have to promote yourself and get yourself out there. Versus signing a contract with a, 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 a talent management agency. They kind of, they do that part for you. And in a, and in a lot of sense, a lot of people feel like, Putting in the the um, time and effort to promote yourself is, is hard work. I don't feel that way. So you mean to tell me that something that you're working at, something that you're working towards, something that you're practicing, something that you really believe in, and you're really working hard at trying to achieve it at the highest level, it's hard for you to tell other people how how groundbreaking you can be at this. Like, I don't know how to promote myself as a person. Like, I don't know how to promote myself as Kentrell Garrett. I'm kind of, I'm not boastful like that. So me as an individual, I'm not, I'm not boastful like that. I can't talk and exude uh, confidence in myself. But this, me, when I turn into the apex, when I hit record and I start talking into the mic, me as the apex for my podcast about nothing, oh, I'm, I'm very confident in it because I'm confident in my own personality and my, in my capability and in my um, talent that I have at this. It, it comes from... People who listen and give me constructive criticism and people that pat me on the back as well. I have confidence because of the comments that are left and the congratulations and, hey, man, can you talk about this or or whatever. Like the fact that people are listening, taking time out of your day to listen gives the apex of podcasts about nothing confidence. Contrell and Apex are two different people because they operate differently. Apex is a brand. Contrell is the guy who created the brand. I can promote the brand. If you can't talk well about what it is that you're trying to achieve, if you can't sell your dream to someone else, that may not be the dream for you. Because this is something that I want. So when I get letters of interest from social media, talent agency managements and everything like that around the country, I'm not selling my product to them. 
Because not only will my my podcast become theirs, I become theirs. Because the product is an extension of myself. So they're buying me. I, I'm 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 tired of clocking in to clocking in and out of work. I'm tired of that. The second I sell this to somebody, I'm clocking in and out of work because then they tell me, okay, yeah, you got to make this appearance. You got to do this interview with someone. We're going to have someone come in for you to interview. Ask them these questions talking about how they're trying to promote this music or this clothing line or this this YouTube original series that they're about to put out. So we need you to ask questions about that. Don't ruffle any feathers. Don't step on toes. Do meet and greets, shake hands, kiss babies. I don't want that. Because I feel like it'll burn myself out. The second that this becomes work for me, I don't want to do it. I do this because I enjoy it and I want to make something of it. I want to be able to reach out to others and help others. If they want to get into the whole podcast thing. Because I want to turn podcast about nothing into an entertainment type of deal. I want to be able to bring people into the team and after put like if I put into years in this, bring in people that are learning or who find this interesting to be in social media and to they want to be internet famous or whatever the case is, if I reach a certain level and a certain point, bring people in. Not sign them, coach them. I heard a saying that. Um, you're only as successful as the people you make around you successful. Like, you're not a boss because you have employees. That doesn't make you a boss. What makes you a boss is how many other bosses can you birth? How many people can jump? Like, you're, 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 you need to be able to plant the seed for others to grow and to hopefully become bigger than what you are, than what you ever accomplished. You got to be able to reach back and help others that are on the, that, that want to learn whatever craft that it is that they're in and, and you've been doing it and they became fans of you. Like having a protege means that you're willing to teach them things that they that you know and then help them to even exceed th- at things that you gave them that's what being a sensei and a boss is like you got to be able to put in the work teach people how to put in the work and then give them the platform and hand them the torch. That way they can hand it off to someone else. I don't want to make more money off the backs of others. Because I don't want to employ other people. I want to give people chances. Now if we become partners and make money together, cool. But I don't want anyone to feel like I'm their boss. I'll coach you. I'm not your boss. You know? So that's a reason why I don't want to assign to any media outlet management, talent management team or whatever. I don't want to do that because then this will start to feel like work. 
and now you're in a contract, so you can't just, oh, okay, I quit. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll just take you to court because you signed a contract. So to avoid all of that, I say, man, just do things independently. You're going to grab people's eyes, and people people only see you as a product because they want to buy in low and sell high. But that should give you the motivation right there to be like, yo, I'm clearly doing something. So let me keep at it. Let me be more consistent. Let me put more work out. Let me um, promote myself harder and more and through different social media outlets. Let me get myself out there. A lot of people feel like today's time is a lot easier to get put on. And it is because of the Internet. All it, all it takes is for it to fall into the lap of the right person. That's all it takes. So if you're grabbing attention, don't sell yourself. Because that's exactly what you're doing. You're selling yourself. You're going to sign yourself over. Promote yourself. Don't, don't sell yourself. Promote yourself. But, um, yeah, so that was, a, that was it. I just wanted to, I don't know, I, I was watching those YouTube videos, and I was like, man, that's messed up. So I, I wanted to talk on it and give my little take on it. And I'm going to be promoting this episode heavy because I, I want this episode to really escalate the conversation of the importance of being an independent and not selling your hard work. Keep it, because you have to understand that there may come a time where you may have a child and you want to leave something for them. And if you worked at this, you can't leave it for them because now you don't own 100% of it. Now you probably own 48% of it now. Or maybe you own 51%, but now that other 40, that other uh, 49% or the other 49.5%, you got to run it through the board. Because for one, they're not going to allow you to own the majority of whatever it is that you have. They'll probably let, if anything, they'll let you have the 49.5%. That way, they can still outvote you. Because now you got a board to answer to. Don't take the easy way out. Put in years, put in a decade at something that you're trying to do and watch it manifest itself. But, um, yeah, so that, that was it. I just wanted to talk about that because. I feel like I feel like in this world that we live in, people really want to get into business for themselves and make a lot of money. But sometimes, according to make a lot of money at a fast rate, you got to kind of sell what you were working at. You know, my advice, stay independent, stay independent, hone in on your craft and promote yourself. Don't sell yourself. So. But. Speaking of promoting, if you're on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram. Go follow me on Twitter at kidnamed underscore KG. Kidnamed underscore KG on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you're on, and also if you're on Instagram after you follow me, go follow robbery underscore clothing. Again, it's at robbery underscore clothing on Instagram. They sell some of the most fire apparel. So they they have the link in their bio. I also have the link to their website in my bio. Go make a purchase. 
Use my discount promo code BOUT10. That's B-O-U-T, the number 10, um, at robbery underscore clothing. Link in the bio. Go follow them. Also, go follow What Occasion. It's a travel agency, independent travel agency. Uh, they also plan parties like quinceaneras, um, um, wedding receptions, birthday parties, whatever the case is. No matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. So go follow what occasion on Instagram, all one word, what occasion. So this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. And until the next time, mind your business and count your blessings. Peace.